Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. So we're still continuing the teaching on, uh, I guess the title is Have Faith, Take Action and Get Results. And we're learning stories from the Bible, which is always good. Uh, But this time we're learning the story of Hannah, somebody who was married and who uh, was not having, was not conceiving, was not able to have children. And at the end, uh, she definitely did have children. And we're going to see how how that came about, and I shared you guys the first part of the story, and now I'm going to share with you guys the second part of the story and hopefully finish this, um, the story of Hannah and this teaching. Uh, One thing that I forgot to say is uh, when Hannah was at the church or at the temple praying to God, she made a deal with God. So I want to read you guys. I think I kind of skipped over that. So this is in 1 Samuel 1 verse 9. It says, once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on his chair by the doorstep of the Lord's house. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And verse 11 says, And she made a vow, saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, Then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. So she's making a deal with God. She's saying, you know, if you only grant me what I'm asking for, give me a son, and what I'll do in return, I will give that son back to you as far as him serving you and following you and all the days of his life. Um, And then she kept on, and verse 12 says, and she kept on praying to the Lord. And then I did share with you guys the rest of it when Eli observed her mouth and he thought that she was drunk and he confronted her. Um, So what happens is I ended the story with um, verse, I believe, 20, that it says, um, so in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, because I have asked the Lord for him. So she did have a son. But remember, she had made a promise to God. So we're going to now continue the story and find out exactly what happened uh, with her commitment. So in verse 21, it says, When her husband, Elkanah, went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifices to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him. And present him before the Lord and he will live there always so that was her plan that's what she had committed to the Lord that if you give me a son I will give him back to you so he's raised in the house of the God uh, by the priest or by the prophet uh, to serve you and to follow you Um, and her husband says whatever you think is best and he kind of lets her do that and verse 24 says after he was weaned the baby right she took the boy with her young as he was, some places it says he was probably between two to five years old, along with the three-year-old bull and ephah of flour and skin of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli and said to him, pardon me, my Lord, as surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here besides you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child And the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord for this whole life, for his whole life. He will be given over to the Lord and he worshiped the Lord there. 
I mean, can you imagine how hard must have that been? I know she promised God, give me a son and I will make sure he serves you and he's, you know, raised in the temple. And, um, but what a sacrificial thing to do, you know, to be able to give up your two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old at any age, honestly, your son and say, Lord, take him, let him serve you. And, um, I mean, he wasn't going to be with her like on daily basis. It says they went up once a year to see him and she took him, uh, she made calls for him and took it for him. But um, what a hard decision to make. But she had made a promise and she kept her promise, right? Um, okay, so now, um, and once, if you continue reading into 2 Samuel, you'll see that what happens uh, with Samuel and this child that grows up in temple, he basically, so let me just read a little bit of it. It says, the Lord was gracious to Hannah. Okay, so what happens after she gives up her son? Now she goes home childless again, right? But no, God rewards her. What happens is the Lord, it says the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Hannah's oldest son, Samuel, would go on to become the spiritual leader of Israel as the prophet and judge of the nation. Samuel would anoint the nation's first two kings, Saul and David. So this little guy became who <laughs> a spiritual leader of Israel, and he anointed kings. Um, and again, going back, because she sacrificed, right? She asked the Lord, she prayed, she didn't give up. Um, she believed the word of the priest or the prophet, and she believed that was a message from God. She got pregnant, but she gave it back to the Lord. But in return, she became pregnant again, not once, but five times. She had three sons and two daughters. So um, what's the morale of this story? Well, first of all, keep in mind that Hannah turned to God in prayer. And you might all say, well, yeah, I did too. At the first, I prayed. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and nothing happened. But remember, it said year after year. I mean, how many years did she have to go to, to the temple, to Shiloh, to offer sacrifice, and nothing happened? So the fact that she went, that's the action that she took. She was faithful to God. Even though her prayers were not answered in the beginning, she didn't give up on God. And let's face it, sometimes we give up on God. If it's not in our timing, right, and we waited and waited, we just kind of like, okay, it's not happening. God doesn't care. He's not listening, or he doesn't want this for me. Um, if he loved me, he would make it happen. If it's not, then I'm not praying anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to church anymore. I'm not reading my Bible anymore. I'm not getting together with believers anymore because I waited for so long and it has not happened. I got to take things into my own hands. I mean, honestly, I've done it <laughs> many times. I'm sure you guys have too, but this is a perfect example of a person who keeps honoring God and does not give up. So she praises God. She turns to God in prayer and her time of need. When things take longer, she does not give up. She keeps going to the tabernacle, to the temple, to offer sacrifices with her husband, even though her prayers are not answered, right? But because she takes the action of being um, faithful to God and honoring him, and she goes, at one point she sees this priest, right? Imagine if she at one point said, I'm not going anymore. What's the point um, to her husband? You go by yourself. I don't believe in your God anymore. My prayers are not answered. I'm not going. 
I bet you there would be no Samuel and her other kids would not be born either. So I guess the moral of the story is not giving up and being faithful to God, no matter whether we get the answer to our prayer or not, because he knows what's best for us and he knows the timing. And the fact that she was in the house of God, I don't think she would meet Eli like in the marketplace or walking around her house or going on a vacation, maybe, I don't know, but the chances of that are pretty slim. She went to temple. She went to church. That's where she went to worship God. And that's where Eli made that statement. And that's where she took that statement as this is a prophecy from God. And she believed it. And that's how she got pregnant the first time. But then again, she made a promise to God. She did something, a sacrificial thing. And I'm not saying like when we ask God for something, we got to turn back and give it all to him. But I think God has, you know, made the sacrifice of sending his own son and we're created in his image. And there's times that we have to make sacrifices for God and give up things that we don't want to give, but like put him first before our own needs and say, how, what I'm asking you, how will this glorify you? How will this accomplish your will in my life? If we don't make things about ourselves all the times, our needs, I promise you, God will give us the desires of our hearts and whatever we need. So, um, I think, the, the, again, the moral of this story is that she turned to God, she persevered, she praised and thanked him, she went to church, she did her sacrifices, offered her sacrifices, she kept her promise, and in the end, she didn't just have one son, but she had five more children, and her one son turned out to be somebody who was really, um, you know, he became, as, as the Bible says, he became the prophet and judge of the nation. He would and, and he anointed king, so somebody very prominent and important, right? So, um, like I said, I know it's not easy, I've been there, done it myself. But I think if we keep honoring God, trusting His timing, doing what we're supposed to do with our faith, uh, we will see results. May not be the way we want to see it. I don't think Hannah thought I'm gonna have a son and give it back to the Lord, and then I'll have more. Uh, it, the story may turn out in a, in a different way, but that's, but her, her prayers were answered, right? Would you guys say her prayers were answered? It looks like they were right. So, um, I hope this story has encouraged you to not give up on God. Even on the beginning, it says that, that God closed her womb. Um, but there was a timing for, and there was a reason behind everything. So no matter what's going on in our lives, let's continue to worship God, keep praying and asking, uh, keep persevering, keep going to where we're supposed to pay our tithe or sacrifices and honoring God. And um, let's expect results after that, right? Because that's what happened to Hannah. So um, that's the teaching on Hannah. And we're going to um, continue with the next podcast. And until then, God be with you and God bless you.